Episode 337 of the Biz Talk Podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. I am editor Kirk Semenoff. Last week was the anticipated third quarter earnings call for Spirit Aerosystems, the city's largest employer with 11,500 folks. We anticipated some bad numbers and we got them. But we also got a first taste of interim CEO Patrick Shanahan speaking as leader of the company. Josh Witt, who covers commercial real estate for us, but also dabbles in aviation and the stock market, joins me to talk about what he heard from Shanahan and what the numbers mean. But first, here's a look at what's in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. And thank your postal carrier. He or she is bringing you an 88-page whopper. Our cover story this week is our 2023 Executives of the Year. It's a look at a loaded class of top area professionals who lead and succeed through intelligence, integrity, and character. You'll meet them beginning on page 23. Veterans Day is Saturday, and managing editor Shelby Kellerman talked with three Air Force veterans about life after the military and life in business. They talk about the transition and being business owners. Our Veterans Day story begins on page 18. We have two lists in the paper this week, Kansas Colleges and Universities, the four-year kind, and the two-year Community and Technical Colleges. We look at where enrollment gained, where it lost, and where one four-year state school experienced a 13% drop in headcount. The lists begin on page 8. Part of our mission is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. One way we try to accomplish that is through our weekly lead section. We look list bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, and court judgments. Our lead section this week begins on page 86. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Well, reporter Josh Witt joins me on the podcast, and Josh has been pulling some double duty recently. He's our commercial real estate reporter, of course, but he also filled in the, on the aviation beat for a news-making week. Spirit Aerosystems had its third quarter earnings published in its third quarter call with analysts last week. The company had an awful quarter, and they have had awful quarters here recently, but this was particularly bad. Josh, a $204 million loss, and why don't you go over some of the lowlights? I think... And here's the thing with, with earnings too. It's not just about the results of the quarter that was. It's that outlook on what's ahead. And then they they trim the 737 forecast, which not a shock because we saw Boeing have to do the same thing, uh, and we saw Spirit now having to trim their fuselage delivery target uh, for that 737 critical program. Um, and that's you know that's not good. Uh, that being said, uh, the street liked what it heard. Uh, out of the earnings conference call. Let's start back here to be few, before even the, the earnings call, the, the new deal with Boeing and what it means to Spirit right off the top. And talk a little bit about the $100 million infusion and, and what that means as they try to try to get things in order. I think they, they needed near-term financial relief, just to hopefully not overly simplify it, but they needed that injection. Uh, you know, you with, we've seen the earnings results quarter after quarter, so anything was going to help. It's been a rocky year with production quality issues. We had the temporary work stoppage because of the strike. 
over the summer. So, so that immediate boost, um, that it, do, dollars matter, and that's a lot of dollars, and that definitely helps the company uh, in the near term. While also there are components of that 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 helped them for a little bit of the the longer near term, if if that's an okay way to put it. <laughs> they on the conference call they talk about a reduction in max deliver uh, fuselage deliveries from 370, 390 to 345 to 360. I'm assuming that when they announced that Boeing has seen those numbers already and signed off on those. Yeah, I don't. Th- there can't be any surprises there, especially with what we're hearing uh, on how well new interim CEO Patrick Shanahan and Boeing are getting along out of the gate. I think they are very much uh, in lockstep on on numbers and, and everything else that's going on on the production side. You're well tuned into trends that happen on Wall Street, that, that you've got a great background in that. You, and you did mention that Wall Street liked what they saw or what they heard out of Shanahan. Uh, is that an overreaction, or, or do you think that that may help long-term? Boy, uh, I think it's hard to call it an overreaction. I think there is a lot of confidence in Shanahan. I think, I mean, that the, the decades of experience from Boeing he brings, he's got the DOD track record as well, and... Um, think he's and it's you know it's really early but in a month and for him to get that Boeing deal done uh, even if Tom Gentile had a big hand in that before his departure I think he's given the street a lot of reason to be confident now I mean the proof is in the pudding uh, well you know quarter to quarter over this next year we'll have to see uh, you know if there will be no more quality issues uh, if numbers production numbers hit expectations or maybe beat expectations um i don't know if i'd call it an overreaction right now i think it's been a a really strong start but the numbers will ultimately tell the story or and or will there be another quality issue which is a obviously a gigantic prop uh priority for uh, for that organization right now wednesday was the first time we had heard patrick shanahan talk as spirits interim ceo and i'm ceo I'm just interested in, your, in his tone. What did you hear from his tone, uh, and how did you take it? Man, uh, it just, it, he commanded. It's not a room. It's not a literal room. He commanded the room. Uh, I've, I have listened to a few conference calls, earnings conference calls in my day uh, over the last, gosh, 10, 15 years, and there was just a strength in that. For somebody's first call as a CEO, I know it's interim, yeah, he just commanded commanded the room. He he got help from the you know CFO on on some pieces where where other you know needed some details filled out with an explanation on on something. But but man, um, and I think that you know analysts are gonna like to hear that. They're gonna like that confidence, the, the lack of stuttering and well maybe da da da. He he got to the point, and if there was something he wasn't ready to share, uh, which for for both. Uh, him and, and the CFO were 2024 20, projections. It was clear. I, I, I wanted to ask you about that. How much a positive tone, a confident tone in one of those earnings calls can mean for a company? Uh, analysts obviously like it. Investors, shareholders probably have to like it. If you come in and him and haw, like I do on these podcasts all the time, <laughs> if you come in and him and haw, that probably doesn't garner much confidence. It's such a good point. Um, we got two two old sports reporters here, so I'm gonna, from a sports analogy. I mean, when a coach gets up on that that podium, interim coach maybe filling in for somebody who just got let go. Yeah, if there's a lot of stuttering and stammering, and oh, you're thinking 
as a fan, more of the same. Oh boy, here we go. If that guy or, 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 or lady coming in um, projects that confidence, it, it just, it, it matters. It, that perception uh, matters and you, you think that, per, that confidence that you're getting, okay, maybe improvements will be seen in these highly critical areas. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. He said that he has been in Wichita on, on the floor and in the offices here at Spirit and at the home base. Um, I actually text someone I know who's on one of the lines and he had not seen him. Uh, but I'm interested in, in what it means for a, an interim CEO to be on the floor looking at how things are done. How important is that or just in public in the public eye? I think I think that's huge, you know, because if somebody new comes in and they're making decisions and pointing their finger and doing all that from afar, um, boy, maybe from employees to to the community, I mean, to other stakeholders, uh, maybe a little bit dip, more difficult to buy in. If, if, if you are actually seeing that individual there talking the talk and then walking the walk and, and being there observing things for, for his or herself, that I, I, another thing that I think just matters and, and, and puts added weight behind words. Mm-hmm. He did mention on the earnings call that, you know, much like the Boeing agreement, they need to get one done with Airbus. He seemed confident from your reporting that that was going to happen maybe even by February when they do the, the Q4 call. Um, do you think that's reasonable to have a lot of confidence? And, and I know that doesn't mean as much to the Wichita workforce since the Air, Airbus work is done elsewhere, but it's still important to the company overall. Yes, uh, I think uh, initial perceptions of, of Shanahan, I, I don't think he would have said that if he had doubt, and he was absolutely confident. He, he seemed very confident. Um, and even to that direct analyst question, can we expect this before February? He said, I, th- I think so. Um, I, yeah, I, 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 think, I think even though not all companies are created equal and, and there's got to be different personalities at Airbus, there's got to be, it can't be, you know, apples and apples. But uh, I think his confidence is real. And, and he directly pointed to uh, getting the Boeing deal done maybe provides a framework or, or you get that first one done, maybe the second one goes a little bit more smoothly. That's a little bit of an assumption on my part, but maybe that feeds into that confidence a little bit. He did say that he wanted to be an interim CEO and planned on being an interim CEO no longer than a year. Did he leave any room for being the next guy, oh, uh, the, the permanent replacement? That man, that's that's tricky because people can be really good with work, and, and I think he was very specific that he he committed to the board and his family, his his wife, one one year as interim CEO. But you could parse that, I guess, if things go really well, or after that year, himself, the board. Um, I don't think he completely wrote off a transition to permanent. Uh, I don't want to twist his words. Uh, but I think, is that door really ever closed? If things are going phenomenal, uh, he's doing well, his family's doing well, the board likes it, who, who knows? But yeah, he was, he was very clear on interim title for, for a year. And, and that could mean he's, he's gone after a year, maybe he stays on the board, which he, he was already a part of. Um, yeah, I, I'd hate to shut that door completely, <laughs> but it, it did seem to shut at least on the interim title. 
we're one month into Patrick Shanahan as interim CEO, and I, I, I have to think that if things go this well over the next 11 months, maybe Spirit gets to that point where they look at him as a full-time guy. And I have to think he's Boeing's dream pick for being Spirit's CEO. What do you think? Oh, my goodness. I mean, Cal, Calhoun, uh, CEO at Boeing, on their call last week when they reported earnings um, was – uh, yeah, he, he didn't dance around his praise uh, for what that relationship is like with Shanahan and how this first month has gone from his seat. Uh, very, very positive. So I, I think you're, you're very much on to something there. And boy, it's going to be fascinating to see how that plays out. And, and you mentioned February when they come out with Q4 end of year earnings. I mean, circle that. All earnings are important, but yeah, they're, they're banking a lot on that. They're going to come out with those 2024 projections. Um, and I think we're just going to find out a lot more because that's that many more months Shanahan's been on the job to assess the situation. Um, yeah, boy, mark, mark your calendars, uh, Wichita. That's going to be that's going to be important. With a new interim CEO and, you know, we'll call it, we'll put it in air quotes, a new direction for the company, the $100 million infusion, um, labor unrest is over for at least four years. And things seem to be on an uptick. Um, I think with all the with all the things going wrong before Gen- Tom Gentili's resignation, I wondered if the workforce at Spirit had in the back of their minds: Are there going to be furloughs? Are there going to be layoffs? Has has all the positive news, or at least the getting back on track news, helped alleviate that? Or was that ever a thing in the first place? Do you think? I don't. I don't know if that. That was ever a thing, man. Demand is so strong, right? That's the thing. I mean, and that's and and, and Gentilly emphasized that Shanahan, everybody, boy, the commercial demand um, for planes mm-hmm. is is huge. So, boy, I mean, all these problems aside, I don't know how you can furlough, let let people go. Um, I the the work is needed. <laughs> the demand is there. They just got to get these quality issues ironed out. You know, and and tackle these improvements that have been talked about. And, and I think, I think jobs uh, are, are, are really safe right now. I, w- I would be shocked if it went the other direction. Jobs are safe as long as they're being done properly. Yeah. I got to, mm-hmm. you know, some of these errors that have happened on the line in here in Wichita in the past year have, have led to some of the problems and some of the, the delivery delays. And I think that's the only thing that I worry about that can be a concern. Things are on the uptick. Got a long way to go, but they got to keep those production errors from happening. Uh, I Yes, that's a, accountability is going to be big. Every leader talks about accountability. That's, that's not new, but I think Shanahan's track record um, from what we're learning about him, um, yeah, people are, I think people are going to be held accountable uh, at all levels for their, for their performance, and, and we'll see what that, that, that leads to. Um, a lot of people at Spirit may welcome that very thing, though, that accountability, even if it, it leads to some unfortunate circumstances with certain, certain people in certain jobs. Um, I think accountability is important, important with any organization with the issues we've seen. I think, it, I think it's needed. Did Shanahan address everything that analysts were wondering about or that you were wondering about? Are there things that maybe went unmentioned that you think are still critical? I think boy, I think he, he checked off, you know, we wrote the earnings preview. I think he checked a lot of those those boxes. Airbus agreement was one we were wondering about. Just more on the, the Boeing MOA. 
737, you know, yada, yada. Uh, the diversification comments were, were, were interesting. I think let's, let's wait and, and see where the, the defense and space sector goes from here and, and aftermarket. He was clear. So he, he kind of um, threw some cold water on diversification, which has been a hot word, I think. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not the long-running beat reporter here, but a hot, a hot word for that company for a little while now. He threw a little bit of cold water on it, but he really praised the defense sector. And we're seeing new business come in. We're seeing growth. We're seeing them expand their footprint here locally tied to defense contracts. So uh, I'm just fa I'm fascinated on where that goes. What does that actually mean? But the reason why he was a little down on diversification, I think it's, it's, it's like, hey, guys, look, commercial is our biggest business. And our commercial customers are not happy right now because of these issues. we got to get this cleaned up. That's our first and first and foremost priority, but he he I mean I, he absolutely praised defense. So I think we should absolutely emphasize that as well. Mm -hmm. Josh, thanks for filling in this on the aviation beat for a while, and thanks for your perspective on this. I really appreciate it. That is it for Biz Talk this week, episode three hundred thirty-seven. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk Hub. It's at WichitaBusinessJournal.com. Thank you for listening, and thank you for subscribing. BizTalk is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com forward slash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.